0: Happy Tuesday morning to you for the Tuesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio. Now, this is a driving with DeMarco edition of Chair Shot Radio. I am legitimately driving right now, so if you hear any weird noises or different noises, it's because I'm not in the quote-unquote studio, not in the the living room studio, not in the man cave studio, but I am in the car. This is a driving with DeMarco edition, like I said. I am also um, post-CrossFit workout, so... If you hear me stop for a breath or whatever, it's because today's workout, decided to kick old Greg DeMarco's ass, and that was a lot of fun. You, you all know by now that I am uh, diagnosed with chronic myeloid leukemia, aka the same thing Roman Reigns has, and sometimes, you know, it, it makes you push it a little bit harder through those workouts. Muscle fatigue is a real side effect of the medication that I'm on, the treatment, and so sometimes after a workout, I'm quite uh, quite spent, and today feels like one of those days. I did crush the workout. Uh, head on over to my Instagram, all of my social media, at Chair Shot Greg, for those details. The fitness stuff seems to live on, or tends to live on the Instagram. Twitter is wrestling, me causing controversy, Facebook can be family, wrestling, all of it, um, and a little bit of, of the other stuff, the fitness and, and medical stuff as well, over on the Facebook. It's all at ChairShotGreg. ChairShot Radio is, of course, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. You can find that over at thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Follow along with the Chairshot and the Chair Shot Radio Network at Chairshot Media. We're starting to do a little more with that Twitter account, especially you know some broadcasting that was done. We did preview shows for WrestleMania this past weekend. That was a lot of fun. Ray Cash headed that up, and everybody, a lot of guys jumped in and and partook in that. So definitely check that out. Uh, it should still be up on our Twitter. At ChairShot Media. So please do check that out and drop at it's Ray Cash a line. Let him know what you thought. Uh, drop at PC Tunny Align. Let him know what you think about ChairShot Radio as well. He works pretty hard putting all of this together. Uh, and keeps and it organized. And we haven't missed a day. And we're definitely gonna keep that ish, that shit going. Just for you, our loyal listeners, head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a chair shot t-shirt we got shirts for the podcast, we got shirts for the website, we got the logo, we got the slogan, shirts for the personalities there. you will find something there you like and you'll support a great cause, our cause, thechairshot.com. It is not free to run and, a running wrestling website. Rarely is it also uh, or rarely is it ever lucrative. So, uh, we keep this thing going and and every little bit helps. You listening, you sharing, you picking up a t-shirt, it all contributes to the cause, the good cause here at thechairshot.com. Com. Now, uh, w- ChairShot Radio, of course, streams on all of your favorite platforms, iTunes, iHeartMedia, Spotify, Google Play, even the YouTube, so many more. So hit us up, uh, ChairShot Radio Network, look for those on your favorite platforms, of course. Every show posts over to Chairshot.com, and be a friend, tell a friend, like, subscribe, leave us that five-star review. We appreciate it. Every little bit helps what we do here at Chairshot.com. Now, today we are talking about Wrestlemania. Now, every podcast this week is going to be talking about Wrestlemania, and rightfully so. So, I'm going to give you a unique perspective on Wrestlemania here today, because I'm sure we will talk about it on the Babyface Heel podcast, I'm sure we will talk about it on the Hashtag Miranda Show, and even the Wednesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. So, there's a lot more Wrestlemania to come, and that's okay. Wrestlemania deserves this, it deserves all the attention, it deserves your attention, the Chairshot also covered Impact this week. It also covered the All Japan Champion Carnival and so much more. Uh, so head on over to the Chairshot.com for all of that coverage. Stephen Mitchell, Andrew Belaz, AJ Belaz, so many more doing doing the Lord's work as they say, keeping you covered all things pro wrestling this week at the Chairshot.com. Now we're gonna take a quick break, pay some bills as they like to say, uh, go to some commercials, and I'm gonna give you a perspective on WrestleMania, something that I know you are already doing. And you just need to fucking stop I I guarantee you 95% of you listening to this Are doing what I'm about to tell you Not to do And I need you to stop it Just, Just do old Greg DeMarco a favor Your good friend Greg DeMarco Your old buddy Good shit pal Greg DeMarco Do me a solid and stop doing What I'm about to tell you to stop doing On the other side of this break Use your head Chair Radio. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, pc Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chair Shot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chair Shot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. We are back. I'm going to take a sip of this here Diet Pepsi. It's oh, good shit right there. Go along with the water that I have. Thank you for supporting those commercials. Again, supporting everything that we do here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. Chair Shot Radio, sports entertainment, and sports entertainment. And we are talking about the latter today. Sports entertainment and WrestleMania, baby. No bigger weekend, no bigger week out of the wrestling year. This is our Super Bowl, and it just took place this past weekend. And let me tell you, these two nights of WrestleMania were phenomenal. I need to go back and rewatch this, and I probably won't do that for a few days. But I need to go back and re-watch Wrestlemania because this might be an all-time great Wrestlemania. It might be one of the best Wrestlemanias. It might be the best Wrestlemania that's ever taken place. It was that damn good. The vibe, the environment. I know why they did it. But having the darkness over the crowd instead of having the crowd lit up made a big difference to me. I really like the ambiance, the feel. And don't think that doesn't matter. It sure as shit matters for Wrestlemania or any wrestling show. Trust me, I put them on. Patrick Goddard likes to make fun of me because my promoter talk always comes up because that's my perspective. That's what shapes my lens that I look at this business through is the fact that I promote wrestling shows. So it always fucking comes up. I I apologize. Sorry, not sorry about the fact that I'm always going to bring this topic up uh, as we talk about the wrestling. Two spectacular nights of WrestleMania. No wrestling show is perfect. No wrestling show has ever been perfect. My favorite WrestleMania is WrestleMania 30. The storytelling, the matches, the things they did on that event, really drove it home for me. This might have eclipsed it. What I just saw this past weekend—it was that damn good. WrestleMania has really influenced me again as a promoter. I always believe on putting something big out there as your opening match. Um, I didn't do it my first show back October of 2019. I built from the ground up, and and I think it definitely, I don't want to say it suffered, but I felt it, right? Now, but we were establishing ourselves. Now that we're established, I tend to start hot. I tend to start with something really big in the opening match and go from there. I tend to look at wrestling cards not as an uphill climb, but as a roller coaster. And that's what I like to do. And you know what? We just sold out our, our fourth straight event in advance of the show actually taking place. So I think we're doing something right. But again, two amazing nights of WrestleMania from Drew McIntyre versus Bob Lashley to Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair to The Fiend versus Randy Orton to Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns and Edge closing out the two nights and the main event of night 2. This WrestleMania was spectacular. Here is what I am begging you. I am begging you to not do You can talk about WrestleMania. You can wax poetic about what you saw. You can even share the things you didn't like. That's fine as well. What I need you to avoid... And I've seen this a million times already. And I tweeted it last night. And I sent a message to all of our podcasters with the Cherish Radio Network. And we'll see if they listen. Or at least most of the podcasters. The important ones. You didn't hear me say that. but Please... Do not get yourself bogged down in the conversation of which night was better. Okay? That's fucking Bush League radio. That's shitty podcasting. And I don't want to fucking hear it. That says, I don't know what to talk about. That says, I don't know how to, how to create content. That says, I got to go with this age old immediately compare night one versus night two. It is one WrestleMania. WWE's job was to balance that out as good as possible, and I think they did a fantastic job. I do not want to hear which night you liked better because that devalues the other night unfairly. Both nights were goddamn great, and you need to give them the credit for being that fucking good. So please do not compare night one of WrestleMania to night two. Now, I want to talk about both a little bit and what I saw and what really jumped out at me. I love the opener. Drew McIntyre deserved to be the first one out at WrestleMania. He carried the company through a pandemic. I loved when he talked to the camera at WrestleMania 36. He deserved to be the first one out. On the flip side, Bob Lashley deserved to win that match and did so with relative cleanliness, especially in this world of pro wrestling. Yes, MVP distracted McIntyre, but he distracted him verbally. And that's not something that should happen, right? That's not something that's really illegal. It's not illegal for a manager to talk. And that's what MVP did. He didn't jump up on the apron. He didn't get involved, anything like that, at least not at that point. So I think that, in my opinion, I call it a clean win for Bob Lashley, and I think he deserves it, man. Bob has been at this for 16 years. I know Drew's been at it for 17, but the almighty era is something WWE should stick to for a little bit of time before McIntyre gets that belt back and maybe he won't maybe he'll go over Smackdown in the draft and we'll get that Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match next year I could definitely see it and I think it would be very very appropriate also things that jumped out at me about night one of Wrestlemania You should know this by now, but I am a huge Cesaro fan. I think he is one of the most undervalued, underappreciated, and underrated wrestlers. Now, not underrated by the internet fans, but underrated by the fans in general and by WWE. We may have seen the peak of his career. He could emerge as a challenger for Roman Reigns. He's not going to win. But you saw the emotion when he got that singles victory at WrestleMania over Seth Rollins. And that's what I predicted would happen. I predicted Cesaro would win. And I predicted that Rollins would want to make him a star in that match. And he already was a star. Looking at Rollins, okay? Several years younger than than Cesaro. Been with the company. Uh, A little bit less time than Cesaro, but Rollins took off. Rollins had the Rockets draft to his back. Cesaro didn't. Cesaro deserved this win. He deserved the reaction from the fans. He deserved the emotion. He deserved all of it, okay? That's where I'm at with that one. Miz and Morrison. The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Hell of a match. I think Damian Priest is the second greatest celebrity pro wrestler ever. Right behind Pat McAfee. The difference, I'm assuming Bad Bunny is the second greatest uh, celebrity wrestler ever behind Pat McAfee. The difference, honestly, is in the basics. McAfee did the basics better than than Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was more of a spot-festy kind of wrestler. But I'm on board with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny should be Rookie of the Year in 2021. uh, Just like Pat McAfee was Rookie of the Year in 2020. Pat McAfee's big match was against Adam Cole. I'd love to see Bad Bunny against Adam Cole. They wrote him out. And in day two, with the passing of the microphone and sending him off to, his, to get ready for his 2022 tour, will we see Bad Bunny again in the future? I think we will. But I think he's going back to being a recording artist for right now. So. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with what they did with Bad Bunny. Kudos to all four men. They made Bad Bunny look great. Miz and Morrison did their job. You know they, they went in there with the goals that they had. I think everybody pulled it off brilliantly. I don't think the match did what it needed to do for Damian Priest, I think Bad Bunny overshadowed him a little bit, but hopefully some of that can rub off on him and we can do something big with Damian Priest moving forward. I think you know time is of the essence with him, and hopefully that time is now to steal a line from old Jonathan Anthony Felix Senior, Cena Jr. Of course, we have the main event of night one. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair... Of course, Bianca Belair got the big moment, happy mania. I got no problems with it whatsoever. I picked Banks to win. I thought it was too soon for her to lose, but um, I love the video that's been shared all over the internet, how happy Sasha Banks was on the floor after the match. She made that moment for Bianca Belair. Triple H tweeted a picture of Sasha Banks and said general, calling her a ring general. And I made the comparison... And a wrestler that I, I, that I like very dearly by the name of Tyler Centron. he made the same comparison, independent of me later. He didn't get it from me, I didn't get it from him. Uh, that just tells you that it's right, it's accurate. She is the Shawn Michaels of this generation. She is the Shawn Michaels of the women's division. She is a star maker. She is, she is a showstopper, but she's also a star maker. And she made a star in Bianca Belair right there. I didn't think Bianca Belair had to win, but she did win. And Sasha Banks made her a star and Sasha Banks proved that she's a main event performer. That match isn't a main event without Sasha Banks. It has nothing to do with Bianca Belair. It has everything to do with Sasha Banks. So in my opinion, she made that match. She made that star. And WrestleMania Saturday, not WrestleMania Night 1, but technically WrestleMania Saturday, went off amazingly well. Hey, so- 91% of midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. Night 2 of Wrestlemania Wrestlemania Sunday I loved The Fiend versus Randy Orton I know a lot of people didn't, thought it was too short But to me it was storytelling I loved the the environment, I loved the red lighting I loved how they Converted The Fiend back from from Burnt Pizza the Hut over to the regular Fiend I thought it was going to happen differently I thought at some point The Fiend would pull Randy Orton Under the ring and we kind of drop into A little Firefly Funhouse match type segment Uh, And then when they came back out that's when The Fiend would be normal. But what they did was just fine. I liked him coming out of the jack-in-the-box. I loved Alexa Bliss's role. Was the match short? Yes, it was. But that's because of what Alexa Bliss did. And coming up and distracting The Fiend the way she did, leading to Randy Orton's victory. I predicted that this is going to have some kind of involvement with Finn Balor. I don't know if it will. Um, I haven't seen raw yet. Uh, this is pre-raw for me when I'm recording this, but we'll see what comes next, and and we'll see what's next. But I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people didn't, but I really did enjoy that tag title match. I wasn't a big fan of Tamina and Natalya winning the turmoil, but I really liked this match. I thought everybody did a great job. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and, and I think the right team won with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax retaining. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I did not expect a 25 minute affair out of these two. Not this time. But they crushed it with the little time they had, and they delivered just like those two always will. Um, Sheamus and, and, and Matt Riddle, good job across the board there. I do think there were a couple little flubs there on Matt Riddle's side. Um, maybe not quite ready for the spotlight he's in, but Sheamus won. Big E and, and Apollo Cruz. I've said it before, wins and losses don't matter except when they matter. And Apollo Crews needed to win that match. He lost so many times to Big E. Big E ain't going to be hurt by it. He's Teflon. And I thought that the right guy won, and I'm glad that he did. Rhea Ripley, same thing. She had to win that match against Asuka. Asuka should be the baddest woman on the planet, but she dances around. And I think she doesn't. I don't think it's how how she's scripted. I think it's how she plays her character. And I think that's what hurts her. Uh, She's still a badass, and Rhea Ripley winning that match was exactly... What needed to happen. Perfectly symmetrical to WrestleMania 36. And I loved every second of it. And damn, what a main event. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Edge, they delivered. At at points, you thought all three men could win that match. Uh, I I thought the Jey Uso involvement was fine. It made sense within the Roman Reigns character. At the end of the day, Roman Reigns pinning both men was the way to go. He is our tribal chief. I acknowledge you as our tribal chief. For reasons other than the fact that you also have chronic myeloid leukemia just like i do an inspiration to me and should be an inspiration to many but what they're doing with this character is is, is amazing and where they are with this match was amazing too and i thought it was it did exactly what it should do i was surprised with the lack of reaction for roman reigns i know we might hear some more about how the live crowd reacted but i thought it would be a bigger reaction when he came back out or when he came out um but at the same time It is what it is. Uh, The match delivered the way it should. And we'll see where everybody goes next. I think we'll get a Daniel Bryan and Edge feud. And I'd love to see Big E or Cesaro feud with Roman Reigns in the coming months. So that's where I am at with, with night two of WrestleMania. Real quick, before I close up shop here, I do want to talk about there being two nights of WrestleMania. In my opinion, this needs to stick. I noticed that they've previously announced a date for WrestleMania in Dallas and a date for WrestleMania Hollywood. Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. I don't think they're going to number them. I just think they'll have their different, uh, their different, you know, motifs about them. They announced a singular date for both, but then in the commercials during WrestleMania weekend with Stone Cold Steve Austin, it just said April twenty twenty-two. I think Austin will be involved, probably as the host. But I think we're going to be in for another two-night WrestleMania. And I think that format needs to stick. I want to see continually a two-night WrestleMania because, in my opinion, that's the best way to go. That's the way to to keep this thing going. I know you could cut out some matches and do a tighter four-hour WrestleMania, but I don't like it. I think the the size of the roster, the amount of talent they have, because without a two-night WrestleMania, we may not get this mega win for Cesaro. We may not get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We may not get the push for Apollo Crews. WrestleMania 29, Cesaro was the United States champion, and he wasn't even on the card. A match got cut from WrestleMania 29, and it wasn't even his match because he didn't have a match. So I'm okay with a two-night WrestleMania if it means some certain talents get on the card. A lot of the talent who would have been cut Are the internet favorites So I don't want to hear a tighter 4 hour Wrestlemania Is better than a 2 night Wrestlemania It's not This thing clocked in If you factor in the rain delay We had six and a half hours of Wrestlemania You take out that rain delay We're just over 6 hours of Wrestlemania Spread it over 2 nights To me, that was great I like the kickoff not having any matches uh, and, and moving them to, to Friday Night Smackdown Because what are you going to do, right? That's like Ultima Lucha Night 1 for me But at the same time I really think this two night WrestleMania should stick. I'd love to know what you think. So at me, at ChairShot Greg, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Would love to know your thoughts on a two-night WrestleMania moving forward at ChairShot Media, thechairshot.com, ChairShot Radio Network. Always use your head. Prorestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot. This is the Tuesday morning edition of ChairShot Radio. I will be back with you on Wednesday. Probably along with Miranda Morales. Thursday, Ray Cash and Darren Max Kirkby. Head Trauma Thursdays. Friday's PC Tunney. Saturday, Christopher Platt and Andrew Belez. It might be talking smack again with the crew from A Winner Is You. Sunday, Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. Monday is PC Tunney. Right back around to me on Tuesday. My name is Greg DeMarco. Thank you for listening. And I will join you next time on another edition of Chair Shot Radio. Until then, please remember to always use your head. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart, and baby, satisfy me, satisfy me,